Matt Lautner coming to you live on a Sunday morning. I have a little girl from the state of North Carolina that has some show cattle roots, and her name is Callan Hahn. Oh, just an all-around beautiful woman. I'm going to lay it on thick today. Callan, how hard is it not to just stare at yourself all day? Honestly, I have a mirror right outside my bed. <laughs> Say you don't have a TikTok yet. Can you set me up a TikTok, and we'll see how fast we can grow to your audience, Callan? Not interested. What about Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Yes. Callan Hahn on Instagram. And that's C-A-L-L-Y-N-H-A-H-N, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, do you have a business Facebook page? I actually have my own website. Uh, so callanhahn.com is my website where I interact and engage with a lot of my potential clients, patients um, that I do work with. That, that's why you're number one. You are established. You have a huge client list. I have a, a personal story about who your favorite customer is. Hopefully it's your favorite. I don't know if she's your favorite. What is your path that brings you to North Carolina to this day? Absolutely. So originally I'm from Watsika, Illinois, and um, grew up in the livestock industry my entire life. Tell you what, Callan, I'm going to make you a quick infomercial. You ready? Get off your goddamn ass and write down Callan's number. Callan, can you give me your number? 785-477-4082. Stop getting out of bed in the morning and just being like, I'm, I don't like the person that I see in the mirror. I want to get better. Stop saying that day after day and get involved with Callahan. Anyways, I'm just walking out my backyard and I do have Michelle Lautner in my sights. I'm going to give her my headset and you three girls are going to talk to her because I'm going to give you a personal story. My wife, Michelle, was uh, just feeling sluggish in last spring and she was like, who can I get to help me? She reached out to Callahan. I tell you, after three or four months on the Callahan program, she was a new person. Just, she had so much energy. Her cow and ranching abilities went up. Her her libido and personal levels went up. It was just amazing. I want to I want to personally send you a gift bag for how much changed my life after my wife went onto your program. Do you <laughs> coach man or female? I will coach anybody. Now, what do you think about Skin to Win? Whenever we make your promotional post later on today. For the Callahan program. But can we post eye candy material on Callahan? Absolutely. Michelle, next question for you and then I'll be done. Can we post some of your before and after pictures? Because you are a smoking hot mama now. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I have it. My I have the before and after pictures saved in my phone. Yeah, yeah. I still have your file like literally right here. <laughs> oh, we're finally going down we're done getting embryos put in sweet summertime i mean you have to think of who i was in the past i was your typical livestock person so going to shows drinking a lot of alcohol like getting messed up like we did eating bad same <laughs> like everyone's been there and then you realize when your body just starts, you know, going downhill, you're just like, oh, man, what did I do to myself? And you don't even know how to understand your hormone response and how to get out of it. So a lot of the people like, I mean, just when you first started, like, that's a lot of food I present to you. Most people are yeah. like, why am I eating so much food? Like, I'm going to gain all this weight. And then you do your first check-in and all of a sudden you're down a couple pounds and you're like, oh. Well, maybe there is a science to this. There yeah, is. there's a difference between clean eating and eating like shit. And I think a lot of people don't. 
like it's a word like the meal prep thing they think it's like too complicated and stuff and it's like no it's like easy like real basic food real simple nothing too crazy well and you fall in love with the way that foods make you feel and that's like the biggest thing is like I will meal prep every single day of the week because I know at the end of the day I'm going to feel amazing well I'm honestly thinking that like Matt Michelle's story has got me so sold on it that I'm thinking I might Callan you're going to have to order more help to take phone calls man first customer already and Bert Colby coming in strong thank you Bert for being customer number one customer number one and I am going to keep everybody on track of my goals and how I'm doing love it yeah so anyways that's all that I'm good for is to bring the energy Michelle you deserve a gold medal (laughs) but I sorry I had to speak over him but so no, and I totally agree. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, where the hell did she come from? I was like, has he ever met Callan Hahn? I actually have some questions for Callan because as yep. a show mom, I need to do something. Like, look at a backdrop and you're like, ooh, I got to lose some weight. And so, like, as a person interested in, like, joining your program, like, what are the first steps that you do with a new customer? Eventually, we want to just embark on a journey on further identifying and discovering your body, how your body works. Um, So is there, you know, a standard type of nutritional blueprint that we set up in order to get you started? Absolutely. going to be custom tailored to you. It's going to be according to your specific food preferences. um, And then according to whatever red flag markers we need to take down. So I say red flag markers from a standpoint of symptoms. If you have any symptoms where your body is trying to communicate with you that we need to address, whether it's energy levels, um, if you have disrupt sleeping patterns, if you have joint inflammation, if your stomach is bloated and distended all the time, if you have acne, if you have skin bumps, those are all things that your body is trying to communicate with you that your nutrition is not resonating with you. And really, like, because like that's one of the things. Like, oh my gosh, as a woman, like your belly, like having issues with eating all the time, and so like, oh, am I feeling it or not? So those are you're saying those are triggers. Absolutely. Yep. It's your body trying to communicate with you. So you know, once we embark on this journey, my goal is to clear up all those symptoms. After we clear up all the symptoms, then we have successfully primed your body for what's to happen in the future. It's like, did that work for you, Michelle? I so there's one thing hardly anybody knows. I have hyperthyroid with Graves disease. Um, and then when I first started with Talon, my platelet level was like crazy high. And the doctor was like, I don't know why it is. Um, and that's actually been resolved back to normal. Um, my thyroid is at a normal level right now. Um, and like I had bloating, I was real grumpy, a lot of stress, but that's probably more for, from my husband than anything. I was going to say, um, but yeah, no, like I feel a lot better and there was just like a lot of things that needed resolved. And it was mostly just like my, with my thyroid was crazy out of whack that's was did you find it easy to like change your like eating habits because like that's one of the things I dread is like oh my god I gotta go figure out how to buy these foods instead of what I'm used to or I've got to fix my kids something different than what I'm eating 
Honestly, no. Callan made it super easy. And like once you get started, you actually crave healthier foods. And it was like real basic, real easy stuff to make. And then you could just, you know, like I had shrimp a lot and I love I, I'm like a foodie. So like I'll eat anything. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so that's that's like something I have like an advantage. I'm not a picky eater. Like shrimp was like an easy thing. I could do shrimp tacos. You can do guacamole. You can do just about anything. Um, to make it work so it's not like people are like oh my god you just eat chicken and rice and no that's not that's not it do you do meal prep a lot so every um, client patient whatever I have has a little bit of a different experience so some individuals um, depending on what type of journey you're on maybe don't have the time to meal prep and there's a lot of grab and goes that are designed for your body um, that can be implemented into a meal plan at any time Um, for the best results you know, obviously, Michelle was very, very good about making sure that she did meal prep and stuff like that. I'll tell you the best results are going to be from meal prepping um, because, you know, every single little thing that's put on that food, um, you know, you know, if it's cooked with oil, if it's not cooked with oil, what types of seasonings are being used that resonate with your body. So I would say the one thing that's going to be more superior is the holistic whole food um, option. However, if Still, the quick grab and goes are going to be better than just saying screw it and going off your meal plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Costco, like, was like, so when we go to the cattle shows and stuff, Costco is awesome because they'd have, um, like, ch- grilled chicken already. Like, I think it's like three and a half ounces. Um, so that was like a major thing. And then they'd have, like, the avocado cups. So that was like really easy to just grab and go instead of saying grabbing some crap food from a gas, you know. We're getting ready to get into the home stretch of state fair season. And then, I mean, you go from state fair season into sales season and all these prospect shows in the fall. And like, as a stock show mom or a stock show person in general, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to be on the road all the time. How can I start this nutrition plan and like stick to it? But like, that's the really thing, cool thing about you, Callan, is you've been there. Like, you know what we're going through. And you know the steps you took to get there. Yeah, so honestly, like, there's so many quick grab-and-go options. Like, even a rotisserie chicken. Who doesn't love a good rotisserie chicken? It's chicken nonetheless. They're you know? so good. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a way that you can make that fit into your meal plan. So getting rotisserie chicken is a lot better than just going and getting a burger at fries at some fast food restaurant. Um, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't visually see because there's fast food restaurants blocking it, is when we are traveling behind the fast food restaurants, there's a good grocery store. And half of the time, instead of standing or waiting in line in the drive-through at the fast food restaurant, you can literally go park at the grocery store, go through self-checkout, and get food a lot faster, and food that's going to make you feel good. You know, looking at fast food restaurants with sodium content as well. Sodium is not bad, but sodium at high levels is not great. <laughs> So Panda Express, for example, um, a lot of people love it. It's fast. It's great. But they have 2,000 milligrams in every single dish that they have. (laughs) Um, A normal serving of sodium is going to be 350 milligrams. So watching things like that may dictate your choice of what restaurant you go to. And also in addition to that, the oils that they process their food. with all the fast food restaurants that are out there, 
you know, say like Taco Bell uses beef tallow. Then we have uh, Five Guys uses peanut oil. Uh, Chick-fil-A uses sunflower oil. Every single fast food restaurant is going to use something a little bit different. Well, I am highly, highly sensitive to peanut oil and sunflower oil. So Chick-fil-A and Five Guys are not the fast food restaurants for me. However, my body supercharges on beef tallow. So honestly, when I travel, Taco Bell is literally my go-to every single time. I missed, I, I muted myself and I was taking care of a little pool boy duties for a moment. In terms of getting started on the Callan Hound program, I know that we're gonna blow you up so big that you're not even gonna have time for me and my wife anymore. But how do we get tested for your food sensitivity? It's set up within my program. Um, as soon as you purchase a program online, get a jumpstart link um, sent to you within that jumpstart link there's going to be um, a lot of information one is going to be um, the team Callahan survey where i acquire all your background information history um, like your health history to all your current eating habits workout habits all of that so i know calories in versus calories out or at least have an estimate and then at the bottom of the jumpstart link is going to be the food sensitivity um, test. So the food sensitivity tests are only $38. Yes. Your prices were very inexpensive. It's not very much to get started. Can you tell the audience how cheap it is to get their life started back on the right track with a Callum program? So generally with most, you're going to see a price tag of $1,200 for three months getting started with that. My introductory nutrition program is only $400 for the first three months. Um, now, I do have different tiers of coaching. When you go to my advanced nutrition, um, you know, the price tag goes up a little bit more. And if you're interested in a fitness program attached to that, you know, again, that's an upcharge as well. Is that, Callan, like we make that investment? You're working with us one on one. We're not going to be dealing with somebody else. Like we get to be. Like you work on our program with us? Yes, absolutely. Well, I think that is amazing because like <clears throat> I met you before, like I met you through your stock show you days and before you started doing the bodybuilding and watching your journey on Facebook and the bodybuilding absolutely put me in awe of you, Callan. Like it took yeah. so much dedication and time and strength and it sort of opened my as a person in industry because you always see that and you're like how can you do both and there you were doing it both and yeah. the cool thing i thought was your seasoning because like how you meal prep going to shows like can you tell me about that because like how do you keep everything clean and like everybody like around you eating and then you're you're staying right on course i always thought that was awesome Absolutely. So being in product development, um, I knew with certain types of manufacturers, they didn't have to disclose all the ingredients or nutritional content uh, within the labels. Um, theoretically, by law, you only have to present 70% of the information. So there was a meal prep seasoning that I was using prior, and um, it just didn't seem to resonate with me. It, and they marketed it as a... So I ended up taking that seasoning to the lab, reverse sorting it, and finding out that there was a bit of sugar to get, you know, clients addicted to their seasonings. Um, and I was eating six meals a day. And I'm like, if I'm seasoning my food six times a day, every single day, this is never going to give me the results. Um, so that's why I just started seeking out my own manufacturers, ones that I trusted. 
um, and ones that would put accurate information on a label. And that's basically where my seasoning line came from. Um, all raw ingredients, um, no preservatives, no sugars, um, nothing added, simple, simple ingredients, and everything is made fresh. Um, so if I have, you know, lasting inventory past a shelf life, I just remove all of it from the inventory and I keep everything 100% fresh in my line. That's crazy. Like, so there's actually sugar and seasonings that we don't know about. Yes, ma'am. That's crazy. And that's cool how it like related back to your like industry days that you knew your education from working at Sullivan's, you knew how manufacturing worked and you tied the two together. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. So sometimes you'll see on labels, it'll say like less than one gram of sugar or even one gram of sugar, but sugar is not even listed as one of the ingredients. Or you'll see it vice versa. You'll see zero grams of sugar, but then you'll see sugar, a sugar, sugar component listed in the ingredient profile. So that's a means for some um, companies to get around <clears throat> having all the accurate information on the label. Back in 2015, me and Michelle started to do a little fitness journey. We generally come into it in the summer and then as life gets busy in the fall and into the spring especially it's just impossible to get to the gym uh my personal story would be my wife started working with callen last summer or last spring uh, this is a little bit more serious toned interview than i expected but i guess <laughs> you you uh you uh yeah you you changed my wife's body so thanks for that and uh i guess i would say just you know, at the very base root level, as someone like me who's been on the road all spring and I've gotten a little bit chubby, I mean, just on day one, I guess, what I'm asking you, Callan, what is the most important thing that a guy can do to try to, to, try to overcome these unhealthy eating habits or uh, start to create a little bit of sweat that in five or six weeks we might actually see some change? Let's start at the base and say... I'm a chubby, middle-aged, married guy that's really happy, but I just don't have time to monitor my ingredients for every meal. I mean, what do you think the first and basic, most basic steps are in a fitness journey? Absolutely. So first and foremost, you need to learn and understand your specific body. So in terms of food sensitivities, there are foods that are designed differently for everyone. Some people can process certain foods while other people's can't. We should no longer look at food as if it were, oh, these are good foods and these are bad foods. You have to look at foods from an individual standpoint and understand these are the foods designed for my body and these are the foods not designed for my body. You know, from there, once you identify the foods that are appropriate for your body, it's understanding your metabolic type. Once you dis identify what your metabolic type is, now you have to find out how your body is responsive to that nutrition and what a nutritional blueprint looks like for you. But this is a journey that you embark on and learning more about your body. How do I get more energy? How do I, you know, um, balance my hormones? How do I, you know, essentially do anything within life? How do I create motivation within the mindset? Because foods not only respond to your body physically with inflammatory response, they can also respond to your mindset chemically. And, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, I'm not motivated at all. Where do I get this motivation from? It's the fuel that you fill your body with. That's what gives you the motivation because chemically the foods respond with your mindset chemically. Let's just keep it on the okay. Matt Lottners of the world. The guys that uh, 
And obviously, once Burke's portion of this deal starts, she cannot ask any question that she wants. But I do think that uh, whether it's John Q. Farmer in the middle of Illinois or Susie Q. Farmer in the middle of Illinois, I mean, we got out of bed in the morning, the kids are running around and they're creating a bunch of havoc. I mean, I guess my question to you is, rather than reaching for that Mountain Dew or that coffee with 47 sweeteners in it with uh, <laughs> creamer and sweetener, I mean, just as a basic day-to-day rant life on the farm, tell me what your strategy would be in terms of what energy drinks or what substances you can put in your body and what substances to stay away in terms of, you know, I, I guess we can go really deep here insulin response if you start off with carbs or, or stuff like this. I don't, I mean, I'm just trying to keep it d- dumbed down to the hillbilly level like me. Uh, just give, give some feedback on what a guy can do day to day in terms of, I know that each person's body is unique. So without reaching out to you, you're not going to be able to pinpoint stuff, but just as like a basic strategy in terms of, if we're comparing it to, to raising steers and growing hair in the summer, we'd say get your steer in the cooling room before uh, it got light out, rinse them once or twice a day, and kick them out after dark. That would be the basics. So just give me some basics here, Callan. Well, we can start off from the human body standpoint, from a physiology standpoint of things not to do. Um, so when it comes to caffeine, there's a certain level of caffeine intake that everybody can withstand. Anything over that is going to be a natural diuretic. So anytime um, someone is consuming caffeine, just the conscious decision of making sure that if you drink eight ounces of caffeine, replenish it with eight ounces of water, since it is a natural diuretic, and then drink a gallon of water on top of that. So the one thing that I see um, individuals lacking the most is water intake. Water is what gives you energy. Water is what gives you life. Um, you you know, it's, it's fueling your body for success. So first and foremost, you know, I think starting off the morning, drinking a glass of water, that's the first and foremost thing people need to do. So, you know, one thing that sets me apart is yes, I do do a lot of fitness coaching, but I'm a registered dietitian. So I believe in holistic healing. So there is, you know, a different mindset when it comes to the holistic healing aspect, because we are fueling the mind and the body all at the same time for success. Some other things that I see a lot of people doing is, um, this is so popular, is either fasting or only eating a couple meals a day. When it comes to your metabolism, your body has to constantly feel like it is in a safe zone to where it is going to be getting sustainable nutrition in at appropriate times throughout the day. So, you know, some people are like, well, I can't eat six meals a day. And that's completely fine because there are so many different nutritional blueprint setups that if you're traveling on the road and, you know, all you have access to is truck stops. I did a, you know, competition prep where I spent 22 days in Fort Worth and all I was eating was foods basically from truck stops or, you know, like I would go to like the gas stations or find quick grab and goes at fast food restaurants. Um, you know, when you're on the road, there is a way to make it work and you will have a newfound relationship with those foods that respond well with your body. So that will be your comfort zone is eating those foods that, you know, make you feel good. 
Uh, yeah. So you'll see the perspective of, you know, someone saying, well, I ate the cupcake or I ate the cookie. It, w- it was a comfort food for me. But then they never feel amazing. And is that a comfort food or was that a treat that you just presented to yourself in your mind that you wanted? So a true comfort food is going to be a food that just makes you feel amazing. So, I mean, I guess uh, uh, just that personal story, uh, and I definitely am not the picture of health, but, but back in 2015 and 17, I would say it was whenever me and my wife were taking it most seriously before she met you, but whenever I was like actively engaged in trying to, to do it the right way. And I would say Food Journal helped me the most in terms of uh, just whenever you're just munching or I call it grazing all day. You're truly not aware of how much junk you're putting into your mouth unless you write it down. And there's a Fit My Fitness Pal, I believe, app on the internet that you can download. And I don't know if you believe in that, but uh, just personally, for me as a cowboy <laughs> or a hillbilly, let's call me a hillbilly, uh, I believe that that My Fitness Pal is something that can help all day. I mean, some fitness plans are set up on caloric intake and some are set up on macronutrients in terms of fat protein and and carbohydrates i guess uh it helps with both both segments in terms of whether you're trying to stand to a certain calorie limit per day or if your coach or whoever uh is trying to give you a certain macronutrients to get into your body each day so what is your thought on food journals am i uh unique in this and yeah just go on from there I absolutely love food journaling. So it puts a lot of things into perspective that you may not consider. So I always like to be aware or have everyone be aware of the empty calories, the ones that you are eating that you physically do not see. And generally, that's going to be the oils that are presented on your foods. So, you know, every tablespoon of olive oil is 130 calories. So a lot of the times, like your French fries are cooked in oil, but you don't necessarily see or eat the oil from a standpoint, like you don't physically see that Um, and you may not consider it. Or even when it comes to different sauces um, that you're using as dippings, um, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to track, oh, a tablespoon of this or this. You just literally get the cup and you just dip it until it's gone. Um, So a lot of those empty calories, even salad dressing, stuff like that could be the most detrimental. And a lot of the times I'll see a lot of sensitivities to the oils that are presented. So if you're constantly consuming oils that are presenting inflammatory response to your body and they're empty calories, it's going to be very, very frustrating for you to get the results when you feel like you're doing everything right. You're going to the gym, you're busting butt, you know, you're trying to get everything right. But if you don't have your nutrition right, it's not going to work out in the end. I don't want to make this just... I mean, all about cowboys, I guess. But uh, one thing that I will say, and this is probably important, then I'm going to maybe log off and let you guys visit for a minute. I'm going to walk back into my house, try to get my wife engaged in this conversation. The last cowboy country bumpkin question that I would have for you, it's just more of a statement than anything else. I do think as a human, you just have to think about whether you want to be healthy and be around to see your kids and grandkids grow up. Or if you just want to enjoy every gosh darn day of your life. And there's some people that choose to just enjoy every day of their life. In a non-healthy way. I mean, I'm specifically talking about alcohol, I guess. And, uh, I mean, to each their own. But I'll say this. uh, Once again, I'm not the picture of health. But during this little three-year window, when I took it seriously, and by golly, 
just talking to Callan Hans, getting me pumped up to go at it real hard again this year. That's what you do to people, Callan. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is, is back then in the summer, it's warm. A guy is thirsty. If you just simply pick up water and drink water instead of beer two or three or four nights of the week, and then maybe on the weekends you have a few beers with your buddies, that makes a huge difference. I mean, <laughs> when I was growing up as a teenager, you just drank water. I mean, or Gatorade or whatever. I'm just saying you'd rather drink electrolytes or water. And then as you get to be a grown-up, you just sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'll have a beer. And I guess all that does is dehydrate you even more. <laughs> so anyways, my point would be uh, if you can just make small little adjustments in your day-to-day -day and just use if you're if you enjoy having a beer, just use it less once or twice on the weekends. Spread it out a little bit. It makes a huge difference over the course of a month, two months, six months, a year. I'm not trying to be Mr. Know-it-all summer because Callum Hahn is getting me fired up. That's what you do for people, Callum. So I mean, I know that's just more of a statement than a question, but uh, how can a guy in your eyes just curb? curb down the beer or if you do drink beer is there a certain beer that you can drink that's not as bad for you absolutely so there's plenty of alcohol that is designed for everyone's body um you know time and time again we'll get food sensitivity reports good thing is i'm not intolerable to vodka or tequila so i'm pretty good there um <laughs> there are certain types of grains that may be more appropriate for you so maybe if going a barley beer or, you know, a, a different type of wheat beer. There's an oat beer. There's so many different beers out there that could be more designed for your body so that you can enjoy your drinking experience a little bit better. Um, so there's options that way. Is this a thing when I said I'm thirsty, so you reach for a beer now that I'm a grown-up? And that's just a silly statement. It's an, it, isn't it anti-factual to say you're thirsty, so you drink a beer? I mean, that's, you just get your mouth wet. Uh, we're in the hayfield, and that's the first thing I'd want is a cold <laughs> beer after putting up hay all day. So, honestly, that's, just... that's a social component that everybody has to identify for their city. You know, if at the end of the day, having a beer makes you feel like you're living your best quality of life, then absolutely go for it. Um, obviously, everything in moderation, that is one thing. Finding the, you know, beverages that are appropriate for your body that aren't going to kill your energy levels, kill your hormones. Um, I mean, that's a real conversation in terms of, you know, I'm not saying that everyone drinks alcohol, but uh, it is part of the show cattle experience. And uh, I mean, not for everybody, but I'm just, you know, it's something that, that a lot of people enjoy having a beer or two at shows and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So. Callan, I feel like we didn't go deep enough about your background. So give me the backstory of Callan Hahn from the beginning. Go! Grew up in Illinois, showed cattle my entire life. Um, went to college at Blackhawk, was on the livestock judging team there. Transferred to Kansas State University, again on the livestock judging team there. And after college, started working for Sullivan's. Um, did that for quite some time. Um, several different types of positions there, anything from customer service to sales to product development, um, dean of Stockshire University for a while. So educating has definitely been my passion for a long time. Um, I did live in California for six years. Oh, what? Callan Hahn lived in California? Are you kidding me? Where did you live? 
Um, so I was dating uh, Mark and uh, yeah, so that's how I ended up out in California. And, cool. uh, when COVID hit, um, I ended up moving back to Illinois. But while and... I was out there in California, we had lived right across the street from a GB3 fitness center, which is the George Brown Fitness Centers. And there were a lot of bodybuilders um, that did train in that gym. So I ended up meeting a few friends there. And that's what got me interested in the bodybuilding circuit. And um, the whole industry is just, you know, really admiring those individuals in the gym and getting to know them a little bit more. And um, one of the girls um, that I had um, grown to be very close with, um, she said, if you get involved in bodybuilding, you need to find one of the best coaches out there. Um, so I did my research and watched the Olympia. Um, the one year that I had, or that year that I had watched the Olympia, the, um, out of the top 10, my coach had the top seven bikini girls on the Olympia stage. Um, so that's who I sought out as being one of the best uh, coaches and most influential coaches in the industry. So come hell or high water, he was going to be my coach. Oh, God, I love the beach. I um, lived in Fresno, California, so it was in between the ocean and the mountains. So I am a recreational junkie. So when I moved out there, um, yeah, anything from hiking, kayaking, going to the beach, like I did it all. 